I'm Jay Thomas, and welcome to Bald Tires, a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Today, we're picking up where we left off with Alan Thomas, my guest. Now, if you missed part one of this podcast, I suggest, well, wherever you found this one, you go back and find part one, because what we're talking about here uh, is going to make a lot more sense. But Alan has had dozens and dozens of cool cars, and he's done a lot of work on them himself. He's done a lot of customizing himself. He's a very talented guy. We're going to keep going with the stories of a few of the cool cars he's owned, and for pictures, you can always go to jthomasauto.ca. I'm Jay Thomas. Thanks for listening to Bald Tires, because when you make great memories, you make bald tires. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is proudly supported by Connexus. Connexus Credit Union is all about their members. Improving their financial well-being drives everything they do. And that's not just something they say. It's a promise that's delivered by over 900 employees across Saskatchewan. Their employees are members too, and they've been there. So they're committed to making your money work for you. The banking industry needs to change, and Connexus is changing it for everyone because Connexus cares. Visit Connexus.ca to learn more. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is also supported by Direct West. Are you a business owner looking for new avenues to promote your business? Direct West's digital billboards are a great opportunity to highlight a new product, new promotion, or anything else you'd like your customers to know about. You can get local, expert marketing help for your business at directwest.com. All right, let's pick things up right now with Alan. Now, the other car in your backyard uh, is a Studebaker. Right. That's a 53, right? It's a 53 low boy. <sighs> wow, what a and, neat car this is too. And these cars, people ask me, well, what was it? They were champions and presidents and all those kind of names. And, uh, and, and I really honestly don't remember what the car started out as. The car started out, we were going to make a dragster out of it way back in the 60s yeah and we had this car and uh, and it had a nail head in it it had a uh a, a 322 i guess those things were okay nail head yep in it and then hooked it to a ford transmission out of a flathead so that you had the overdrive yep and and that's what it was and it was going to be a drag car but it it, uh, it didn't run all that well every time you you ran down the track uh, and let the gas off uh, it blew the transmission <laughs> Because they apparently weren't good for that kind of <laughs> the RPMs. But anyway, it was an easy fix. You just dropped another one in. And they were everywhere in those days. So that was that was it for that. <laughs> kind of made it into a hot rod. And actually, my brother drove it a lot more than I... It was actually my brother's car more than it was mine. It was kind of a family car. Yep. And um, and, and dropped it in. Uh, it was painted bright orange in those days. Uh, and you made it into a hot rod. Drove it around for a few years. I, I was already living in Miota, so I, I, he had it in Nippon and, and he sold it. And um, so it was one of these cars that every time a bunch of buddies get together, we say, well, I wonder what happened to that car. Yeah, yeah, right. wonder what happened to that car. I wonder where it was. I wonder, you know, is it crushed? Is it gone? Whatever. And uh, it was not, nobody really knew where it was. And then uh, I get a phone call about, oh, it would have been in about 1989. I get a phone call out of the blue and, and said, guess what we found? It was some guys from White Fox had found it while they were out hunting. And, no. uh, and, and what happened was they pushed it over a ravine by Squaw Rapids. Uh, and that's where it was. Wow. And uh, they took pictures of it. And in those days, it took a long time to get it developed and stuff. And they took pictures of it at the time. And they took it into Nippon to a guy by the name of Les McGurr, who was whose guy I grew up with and a good friend. Uh, they, they didn't know what it was because it was all dechromed. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing that said it was Studebaker, and people don't really know what Studebakers are unless they got that big round thing in the front. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyhow, that's what it was, and and, and he told them, uh, Les told them what it was, and, and said, I'll bet you 
Alan would like to have that car back. So so they phoned me up and, and he phoned me up and said, uh, guess what I found? And and uh, and he said, for six hundred dollars, you can have it. And I said, we'll be right there. So <laughs> we were racing the trailer and everything was right in the yard. Uh, I had Northway Esso at that time and the trailer and uh, and we were racing stock cars. So the trailer and everything was right there. So we just jumped in the truck and, and, and drove down and, and bought it. Wow. Just like that. Uh, we were there in three hours. And uh, was it trashed? It was fairly trashed. Uh, the back end, it, it wasn't as bad as one would have thought. They'd pushed it in with a front end loader or something in the back. So they'd pushed in the back end of it pretty badly. Um, the interior stuff was gone. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a little bit rough, but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. You've, you've resurrected some pretty destitute vehicles, though. And oh, yes. put them right back onto the road. Oh yes, and customize them, and they like you've gone from nothing to everything. Uh, so, I, I I'd hate to back up a little bit on you, Jamie, but no, I'd no, like no. I like it. to bring up the '54 Ford convertible. Yeah, that car. I lived in Miota, and it was at the time, and it was it was in a farmer's field, and um, and it, the only thing good on it, the interior was gone, the roof was gone, everything was gone. <laughs> but these cars are really really rare, and it was kind of in a swamp. So so I, I went and asked, and, and the guy whose field it was on was kind of a friend of mine. Uh, so I said, can I have that car? And he, and he gave it to me, is what he did. And, and uh, so it, we took it, and I worked on that thing for about four years, and I, and I restored it right back to normal, right back to what it was. Wow. So that's one of the ones that were really, really bad. Yeah. And we'll get to the 59 Oldsmobile later. That's I think. coming up. Yeah, yeah, in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay, we've gotten through the two that are in the yard now. Again, go to jthomasauto.ca for pictures because you can see them. I got some snaps of that. Uh, the next one on our list, because we're kind of working our way through, is one of 151, a 55 Ford Crown or Mercury Crown Meteor. Another one, another Meteor, but a 55 this time. Yeah, it's actually a Crown Victoria. Crown Victoria, sorry. Yes. That, that, one's, that one's a Crown Victoria. Um, uh, that one, I was on the telephone with a buddy of mine, and we were talking away. And he's another shifter. His name's uh, Ron Berkey. Yep. And we were talking on the phone, and all of a sudden, his he had his computer on, obviously. And his wife said, "Look at that beautiful car." And and, and I said, "What what is it, Ron?" And he says, "Well, there's a Crown Victoria on here for sale." And I said, "What?" Because I'd always been looking for one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he. Um, and so I turned my computer on, and, and there was this '55 Crown Victoria, and and, and it was, it didn't look that bad in the picture, but it, it wasn't really that good. But anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, it looked really good in the picture. So I, I I got off the phone with Ron and phoned the guy right away, and he was an Indian head, and and I phoned him and, and said, uh, uh, I'm interested in your car. I'll be down tomorrow mm-hmm. and I, I forget what it was i think it was twelve thousand dollars or something i can't remember the real price but something like that and and uh and and i said i'll be down tomorrow for it i'll be there by 10 o'clock in the morning and and it had just come up so he was getting all kinds of calls sure of course but, but anyway uh i i got down there and he was a really nice guy he was an older fella he actually had two 56 ground victorias that were done and he had lots of cars and and uh really nice guy and um so we got talking. I spent, oh, probably, uh, man, I, I bet you I spent five hours there with him. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, he was, it was really interesting. It was a really interesting place. Anyway, he, he sold me the car, 
And I think he'd knocked a thousand dollars off or something. I can't really remember what the deal was. <laughs> right anyway, uh, anyway, so uh, he sells me the car, uh, and then he says, you know, I go up to Saskatoon. He had a trucking company, and um, and he says, you know, I go up to Saskatoon a lot with with, with the trailers and stuff. He said, I'll just throw it on the trailer and bring it to you, oh. which was super nice of the guy. Yeah. And so that's what he did. He threw it on the trailer because it wasn't. It was kind of drivable, not really. And so he threw it on the trailer and and brought it to me, uh, and and I tore it right down to nothing. Uh, um, I wanted to build it. I really wanted to build it like I had. It was 1964, and I had money. <laughs> it, was what, it, was, it was my incentive on this car. So, like, as if, if somebody had done done it 10 years exactly. after it was new. Kind exactly. Of thing. And and you were a teenager in 1964. Yeah. And and you actually had the cash to do it. So so that's what I did. So I, I so I dropped the back end and cool and. Uh, and put the moon discs on it and, and, and run side pipes on it and I put a continental kit on it and skirts and, <laughs> and the aerials on the back fenders and, yeah. and, and all this kind of stuff and, 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 and painted it red and white and did the interior red and white. And, uh, and I think the car, the car uh, there was only 151 of them made, so wow. it was a really, really rare car. And we thought it was the one that the actual, the, the car that the Dragons actually gave away way back in the day. Oh really? And 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 we never really matched the serial numbers, but I I there's there's no way that it could have been anything else. But I think really, uh, all, we we all determined uh, what it was. They couldn't find the serial number. Uh, they had it in the insurance, but they couldn't find the insurance thing. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so I believe that that's really was was the car uh, that that was originally given away by the dragons. That's pretty cool. Uh, chances are of it not being is pretty slim. Anyhow, I I. I got it all um, set up and stuff. Got it running really well and everything. Uh, but it, it was the reason I sold it was it wasn't a lot of fun to drive. No, uh, it was a lot more fun building that car than it was driving it because the, you know turning the steering wheel fourteen times to turn a corner <laughs> and you know, and stuff like that. You know, and, and and step on the brakes and maybe it'll stop. You know, because the brakes were all those drum brakes in those days. <laughs> no and, power brakes either. No, and, and it had one one uh, one uh, pipe to the reservoir, so uh, so you know you were always in danger that if something happened you were gonna go. <laughs> it wasn't gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, that was you it. So right. anyway, uh, it wasn't a lot of fun to drive. So I sold it, um, and and that was that. But. It was it was a lot of fun to, to 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 get all those parts from all over the place and no kidding and there's a place uh, in Vancouver that about the only ones that that make Continental kits now mm-hmm. and they and they built it for me they built me that Continental kit and and it, and it was a beautiful kit that they made for that's me. cool yeah and they you know everybody's been really good about getting me parts and and things like that that's that's fantastic yeah. okay we got we're moving up to 1959 now okay. There's a couple. We're going to get to an olds in a second, but there's a 59 Ford we got to talk about. Okay, that was the one I didn't do, and maybe should have. It was a 59 Ford, and a friend of mine had that car. Um, actually, Pete Thiesen out at Olsler had that car. Mm, yeah, Pete, yeah. Yeah, and he had that car, and, and he was selling it, and and, uh, and and he always said, Alan, you should do this car. Uh, and I said, yeah, I should do this car. And, and another friend of mine, uh, Tim Roden, and I were out there one night, and... and one thing led to another, and I bought the car. But anyhow, speaking I, of Tim, actually, he's my—he was my first guest on this podcast. So yeah, if you, you want to hear him. more from Tim, you can go to episode one of Bald Tires, and you're going to hear uh, Tim's whole story. But sorry, I digress, and, Alan. And, and he's worth listening to. Oh yeah, he's, he's lots of fun too. Anyway, yeah. anyway, 
Uh, Tim and I were out, out there. I forget what we were doing. But anyhow, we were, we were out at Pete's place, and, and, and he had the 59 Ford there. And, and one thing led to another, so I bought it. But at the same time, I was building a 63 uh, Ford, and I was building it something else. So I had three projects on the go already. And uh, so I, I, uh, I, I um, kind of put this one on the shelf. And, and a guy from um, Tisdale who had done a 57 came by and, and wanted the car and offered me a good price for it. So I uh, sold it to him. So I, 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 got, I did a little bit of work. I did some work on it. Mm -hmm. I, I straightened some of the body out. I, um, I got the motor running with the help of another shifter, Kelvin Jansen, oh, yeah. <laughs> who I'm sure you'll yeah. get around to one of these times. Kelvin's going to be my guest uh, next week. In there fact. you go. Yeah. You, you know, he's, <laughs> he's got, Kel Kelvin's anyway, got some good stories. Anyway, yeah. Kelvin uh, got, got my carburetor working and, and, and we got it running. And, uh, and that's, and so when he came along and offered me a good price for it, I, 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 um, I sold it to him, but on the other side of it, he hasn't done that car yet, so it's still in the back of my mind. Maybe I should get it back, but we'll see what happens with that one. <laughs> There's always more time for that, right? Yes, yes. That okay, was. the big one that you're really thrilled about was a 59 Olds two-door. Oh, yeah. 59 Oldsmobile two-door hardtop. Well, tell, me the, tell me the whole story. Where did it come from and yeah. what did you do with it? Yeah, that one was, was a car that they're really rare also. They're one of those ones with the bubble tops. Mm, yep. Anyway. Uh, what happened with that one was I was driving again for Kindersley Transport and, I, and, it, was, and it was just outside of uh, Maidstone, um, the car. Mm -hmm. There was a truck stop out there that was kind of like a, a motel kind of a thing thingy. Yeah. And um, he had a bunch of cars out there and he brought this, this Oldsmobile. I saw it sitting there. And what it, it had, it had been sitting in a field for 28 years. This car had been sitting in the field. Holy and the license plate on it was 20 years, eight years old too. So it was sitting there and he dragged it out and, and stuck it by his, his motel. So, so I drove by it a few times and I said, man, oh man, somebody should do something with that car. <clears throat> and because it was so rare, but I hadn't really got out and looked at it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I, I eventually stopped, you know, I'd gone by it a few times and I eventually went in and I kind of knew the guys and I, I knew him to see him and he kind of knew me. So I said, uh, uh, will you sell me that car? And he said, well, you know, a guy in BC gave me a down payment on that car already, so I, I really can't. Oh. So, so again, I, I went by it for probably another six weeks, and I was at home, and, and, and I thought sitting there, and so I, I phoned him, and I said, what's going on with that car? And he said, you know what, Alan? I'll uh, send the guy back his deposit, and I'll sell it to you. No, yeah, really? So, so that's how I wound up with the car. And, and again... He was a mud racer, and he had a trailer and stuff, and he came to Saskatoon quite a bit. So, so he said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll just throw it on, on, again on the trailer and bring it to you. So he wow. brought me this thing, and, and, and my neighbors are all out there. This thing's huge. These things are huge. Yeah, big and car. He, yeah, and so he, um, he brings it down the back alley, so, so, uh, and all my neighbors are out looking at this thing and going, oh, no, 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 <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare. You're never going <laughs> to fix this thing. So anyhow... I get it in the yard, and it's full, absolutely full of most turds and, and, and grain. I mean, when I say full, I mean right level with the doors, and the headliner's down on, on the seats, and it's right, and the whole oh. thing, all under the hood, all under the dash, all in the trunk, everything is full of this stuff. And I'm scared a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but, but I'm scared <laughs> a lot of the dust, huh? 
Yeah. So what I did was I, I took the hose and I just filled the whole car full of water. Just, oh. just, just filled, filled it full of water. And then I got in there with a shovel and shoveled all the mud out into, into the thing. And, 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 and that's what it was. So, oh, my gosh. So, and I figured, you know, the floor is going to be shot in this thing. It's going to be terrible. And I got down to the floor, and there was only one place that was soft, and it was where the muffler was. So, uh, uh, so, so I... Um, really? Yeah, so we cut that out, I cut that out and, and welded in a piece there. The seats we took out, and we actually used the frames of the seats. Oh wow! Uh, they they were they were you know they were repairable. The, the the stuff on it wasn't, of course. No, no. But the the seats were actually repairable, and uh, the springs and stuff were. So we actually used those. Um, the so we got it, and it had a a, a three seventy one engine in it, and tried and tried and tried. I tried everything to get that thing unstuck, like unbelievable amount of stuff. And I couldn't get it unstuck, so I went out to another friend of mine, yep. a scout, uh, uh, Rick Means, uh, out to his place where he's got scads of cars, you know, everywhere. So we pulled a 394 out of out of uh, a Starlight, uh, not a Starlight Coupe, but a, a, a Buick out there, mm-hmm. and uh, pulled that 390, I guess it was an Oldsmobile, and, and, and brought it in, and, and that's what I used in the car was a 394. They came with 394s or 371s. So, okay. So it so was... Still a, a period-correct engine for exactly. it. Exactly. It was, it, was it was a 64 engine, but, but you know, period-correct, certainly. And not only that, when we hooked it all up and figured and got working on it, we got the transmission to work. So we actually used the transmission that was sitting out there forever uh, in, in the car. Really? Yeah. So it was an automatic, but yeah, we did. Unbelievable. So so that was that was what we did with that um got the interior done by by uh um jc whitney okay back in the day they sold interiors yeah and uh they guys down in the states are really nice guys for going out and scouting stuff for you Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. just talk to these people and they're a big company or or i don't know if they are anymore but they they were a huge big company Mm -hmm. and uh and they they uh, scouted around and got me the, the seats and and stuff, and the door panels and stuff for that car, and um, and and got them and they got them made, and wow. through, through themselves. Huh? That's unbelievable. And, yeah, and, and sent them back. That that's the kind of people that that actually and and and, and you're actually not dealing with. Uh, the company itself, you're kind of dealing with a guy. Yeah. And he's able to pull, do, pull this all together. Yep. So that's a whole lot different than it is here in Canada. I no, think. no kidding. But yeah. it, but anyhow, that's they made me the interior for it. Uh, they also made made me the headliner for the car. And, um, and, and gradually we got it all. It took me about four years to get it. The car was actually white and green, but I didn't, I didn't particularly like the green. Yep. So... I, the the color on it is from a um, a prowler a Dodge prowler. Oh, cool! Uh, the gold where it was green before I put I painted it gold, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it was from a, a Dodge prowler. Is, is where it, I, I I there's pictures. Go see the pictures. jthomasuttle.ca. Yep. I cannot believe what you're telling me. How bad that car was to how good it turned out. I'll tell you the an, stuff, stuff you've sh- shown me. I'll tell you another thing that was even even more amazing. The the grass had eaten the 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 back quarters right out of it and then eating a lot of it out. <laughs> so, so I made the back quarters, but the, I couldn't tell where the wheel wells were. I mean, I couldn't, uh, the, the, the wheel wells were all gone. Right. So I got a picture out of a cal, a calendar picture and I measured from the, 
you know, I, I kind of blew it up in my mind and I, and I measured, you know, where it should be, where everything should be on the calendar. Yeah. And then that's how I did the... Used it as a scale. Yeah, that's right. I scaled it up and, and that's kidding. that's how I made those uh, uh, wheel wheels. I often wondered if the if you got fender skirts for it, if they would fit. <laughs> but that's that's how I built the the the, the quarter panels. That's of car. really and cool. I bet, and and it's and one lucky thing about that fifty nine holes was, it's round. There wasn't a whole lot of sharp lines in it. Mm, nice. And yeah. I and I actually bent the panels on my knee. Really? Yeah. The ones by the door and 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 going back there, I actually did them on my knee. <laughs> oh my gosh, Alan. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's always stuff like that 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 is incredible and and work like that that I think is is pretty neat because it was the same thing. I I was a kid back in you know high school. I had yep. a this old Honda Civic that was my grandfather's, <laughs> uh, uh, but it was well rusty by the time I was in high school, an early '80s Honda Civic, and I got rocker panels and. Uh, supposed to be rear quarters which are only they're <laughs> only this big yeah. which and i'm holding my hands up they're less than a foot long yeah. right like yeah. they're they're they maybe are, yeah. six or eight inches long and i got rear fender edges because that was all pretty rusty well you know i was a like 15 year old kid in my driveway so i was using a, rip, <laughs> a, a rivet gun just putting them on i didn't yeah. really cut anything out we just added more and uh and bonded over top of it but the one rear quarter was on back order it never showed up ever <laughs> it never did. Yeah. So, well, I got one, you know, and yeah. it was, there was, it was sort of a triangle piece of metal because the inner fender came down, uh-huh. the inside was there and the outside was shaped, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of protruded out. So it was like almost like a little triangle. Well, there was nothing, there was nothing left. Like there was no triangle at all. Uh-huh. It all rusted gone. to smithereens, gone, just disappeared. Well, got to make something because one uh. side's got one. So I got to make the other. <laughs> so uh, I actually got... <laughs> My dad had some leftover rain gutter. Oh, yeah. Aluminum stuff. Sure. And I, I flattened it out and bent it out and shaped it and cut it and put it together and stuck it on and made myself a quarter panel. Sure. <laughs> hey, but it was rust proof, right? Yeah. Aluminum's never going to rust again. That's right. And it filled the hole really good. And you know what? You couldn't tell a difference between the one I made and the one that came with it because I, <laughs> I just copied it but yeah. made the other side, so... Yeah, you got to use a little bit of ingenuity in this. In this. And you speak of a rivet gun. I use the rivet gun quite a bit when I when I, to hold things. Yep. Like what I'll do is I'll rivet the part on first mm-hmm. because sometimes you got to alternate it, alternate, it, and it's a lot easier to, like, <laughs> doing it with rivets. And it, and not only that, it holds them where you want it. So mm-hmm. so when you're welding, it's not moving around That's or whatever. Right. And there's a lot of places where you can't uh, clip it or anything. So so the rivets work really well. They do. They do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that is the 59 Olds. Go see pictures, jthomasato.ca. We're moving into the 60s now. I think the first 60 we're going to talk about is, well, let's pick one. I think we're going to 65, and there's a Comet Convertible Caliente. Okay, the Comet Convertible Caliente is another one that was an estate car. Um, It was pretty tough. Uh, The quarters were battered on it. Um, They had already put the... the, uh, Mustang engine in it. it had a Mustang HO engine in oh, it. Oh, cool! And and they had already done that. Uh, the guys were drag racers. He was a drag racer uh, by trade, and um, so that part was done. The interior was really ragged, and so we put a I put a new interior and stuff in it. Uh, did the quarters, uh, painted it, and it, and it came out relatively good, but it was really fast. Like like you could you could smoke that thing forever. Uh, it was a lot of fun, fun to drive. Um, not much more on. I I, I did I changed the grill and and some of the interior um, 
uh, the dash, but not a whole lot of work done on that one. No. Uh, that one was, that was more, more fun to drive than it was to build. <laughs> not very many might say that about. And that's what happened to the Oldsmobile too, going back to 59 Olds. Once it was done, it was another one of those 14 steering wheel deals. So, so that's why I, I, and also I had, I have to sell some stuff to get some more stuff. Yep. Get the, get the next project. Sure. So, so that's what happens a lot of this time. You got to, you do one and then you drive it for a bit and then you sell it so you can get on to the next project. Well, that's obviously, you know, what, what you really enjoy, Alan, is, is actually putting these things together. Yeah. I think, you I know, think, like the art, the artistry of it. Yeah. I think, I think more than even, uh, even the driving of them. I, I like, I like to, and again, going back to the S10 has made them really, really drivable too. Yeah, so, sure. So you, you're away from that old style stuff. I remember I had a 50, uh, I had a few 50 meteors and uh, they didn't drive that well. So, no, no. So I'm happy with what they do now. So There's a car that you had, that again, you've done the same thing. You bought it. It was in rough shape. You put it all back together and you sold it. And it's one that I got to see kind of happen. Uh, you you know, you put it together and brought it out to the car shows. A 65 Buick Wildcat. Yeah, that was a good car. That was a cool car. Yeah, the guys that had, it was it was actually painted umpteen uh Color, uh, shades of silver oh, when, really? when I got it it was it was really really tough um it was it was a car that the only reason I bought it was a car that I I, I never really pictured it, it had uh an SS interior in it basically the SS like in the Chevys and stuff mm-hmm. with the um, with the bucket seats the console I think it's the, I think it's called it's called a GS interior yeah, right or, or whatever it right. was Buick's version of SS yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it had the tack and the console and, and all this stuff yeah pretty neat and, and it was black and and I always liked black or white interiors because then I can do whatever I want with the car mm-hmm. and uh, so it was it was it didn't have a headliner in it and it and it uh, and it had most problems at one point in mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and it needed a carpet which you always have to do if you do have a most problem um, and stuff like that. So took it apart and, and, and it had a fair amount of uh, dings in it. Let's put mm. it that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 and so did the body work on it and painted it red with a black top and, uh, and then put the headliner, made a headliner for it because it couldn't get one and, uh, and uh, made the back package tray and, and things. Like that. It ran really good. And that was another one that, um, that I basically sold it uh, because I had too many cars, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but it, it went to Prince Albert, and the guy the guy who came and got it was really, really happy. It's cool, yeah. It's amazing stuff you've done. There's a 66 Pontiac Prigian convertible, you know, that oh, you could do as well. Oh, yeah, that one. That was another one of these cars that, that uh, um, actually, when I saw it, the top was really good. So you really want, if you're going to pick on a convertible, you're best to think about the top before you do anything because that's three grand right there. Yeah. If you got to put a top on them, it's it's at least three thousand dollars. So, so you got to take that into consideration. This car had a fairly, it, almost a new top. It, it was in really good shape, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it all worked like all the electronics in the top worked. So, that was good. So anyway, it was an ugly blue color, and and the ter- interior was all ripped on it, and um, it ran pretty well. It had a three twenty seven in it, and it was Prezian. Um, so it, it, and it, and I, I guess I'm into a trend because I paint everything red when I'm going to sell it. I, I guess it's part of that resell red thing. Yeah, uh, that's right. But I mean, it, it makes them look a way sharper because this was a dull blue color and, and, and it had blue ripped up interior. And so I did the interior black and white 
and I, and I did the did the outside red, and it it required a little bit of uh, um, body work here and there, but not a whole lot. Yeah. It drove really well, and and I was really surprised on this car because I I, I didn't have a lot of money in it. When you start talking about and convertibles, I I forget how much I had, but very little mm-hmm. compared to what it should have been. Mm-hmm. So I put it on on on, um, on Kijiji. And I thought, well, it's going to go in a couple of days for sure. And, and you know, it didn't go and it didn't go and it didn't go. <laughs> and, and I'm going, what's the heck? You know, what's wrong what's with this What's wrong? Car? Yeah. So anyhow, on the, on the following Saturday, these, I get a phone call out of the blue. And these guys are here from Winnipeg. And, and, and they, they tell me that, uh, that uh, um, they'd come to look, look at this uh, Dodge convertible. And, and they looked at it and it was junk, but they didn't want to go back home with the trailer empty. <laughs> so, which, and it was a father and son and they were really nice guys. So, so they came over and, and, and took a look at the car and jumped in it and drove around the block a few times and said, hey, yeah, this is a really good car. And they paid me what I was asking. I can't remember what it was. Oh, right on. They paid me what I was asking. Anyway, no argument. Or no haggling, yep. But, but it was getting late in the day and, and, and loading it on the trailer is a pain in the ass and all the rest of it. Yeah. So I said, why don't you drive back to Winnipeg? I'll, you can use my license plate and just drive it back to Winnipeg. These, these, that's how nice these guys were. Oh, really? Were. That's how nice these guys were. Huh? And, and you could trust them. Uh, at least I trusted them. <laughs> and, 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 and he said, can I do that? And I said, sure. So he jumped in the car and, and, and they drove it back to Winnipeg. And, and it was way in the dark by then. Because sure. It was, it was four when they left and it, would been, it took them eight hours to drive there. Phoned me back the next day. They said they cut the license plate up and tore the, tore the thing up. And uh, and uh, said it drove like a dream, right on. And, and so I was really happy with that. So that's the story on that car. Man, oh man! Uh, you know, you meet you meet the nicest people in the car community, oh, don't you? Unbelievable! I've I've never met anybody, you know, that that I I had a disliking for. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're not real friendly with everybody, but the fact of the matter is, they're really nice people, and and it's a whole culture. And everybody seems to support everybody. You know, I really, I find that I really, really appreciate that, especially, you know, like we're, you know, we're both members of the shifters and I find the whole club, it doesn't really matter what you're into is everybody seems to be pretty supportive of everybody else's interests because, you know, I like big old boats and there's guys that really are only into, you know, rat rod and hot rod type stuff. And there's other guys who are really only into muscle and everybody seems to be pretty supportive and, you know, of what everybody else is driving and doing and working on and. Yeah, that, that's the way it should be. And even the even the uh, the kids in the tuner cars nowadays, they're they're part of the culture. And 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 when you sit down and you talk to them, they're 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 really are part of the culture. Yep. Uh, and and like I always said, some of the guys will say, ah, you know, those tuner cars. And I said, well, you know, if we were twenty one years old, and and those tuner cars, if we were coming up now and we were twenty one years old today, that's what we'd be doing. Yeah. We wouldn't be doing the old well, stuff. Well, and I, you know, I, I fall into the like the age category of guys who would normally be into that that kind of right. thing, right? Yeah. Um, and it's you know, it's it's about what you're influenced by as a kid, right? right? So you you know, you told the whole story of stuff that you were looking at, models you were building, you know, the cars that you were around, and that yes. influenced kind of what you like and what you're into. Yep. Well, I also grew up in the time when the movie Fast and the Furious came out. Exactly. And that really, you know, not just that movie, but that certainly was one of the things that pushed the tuner idea, mm-hmm. you know, of, of import cars and the the, tune, the whole tuner, you know, phenomenon, if you want to call it right. that. So 
it's just natural that yeah that that guys and gals who are who are millennials and stuff are just into that kind of car and and they are still driving the things that came out when we were teenagers you know yes. they're not, they are some of them are hot rotting new stuff or they're oh, yeah. they're customizing new stuff but there's still lots of people my age who are driving you know late 80s early 90s or just into the two, 2000s vintage stuff right. that they're tuning up and that's just no different than than say you back in the it's going through the fifties exactly right in the sixties so it's it just kind of the it follows follows the generation but that they you know they will be the eventually the, the car crowd someday they will right? be it and, and and I think it's going to be short lived because of the electric stuff coming up uh, might be yeah and, and the electric stuff coming up is way better I have to I mean there's a whole lot of problems with it there's <laughs> yeah. a whole lot of problems with the batteries there's a whole bunch of problems and and and, and the people who are pushing that stuff aren't telling the truth because how are you going to get rid of, uh, of those really uh, deadly batteries? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and not only that, how are you going to make the grid so you can charge all these things? And, and so I, um, there's hurdles. There's certainly hurdles yeah, that got to get past. But, right? but let's face it. An electric motor is, is 10 times better than this uh, thing going every direction. Like, like, uh, yeah. the motors today, there's pieces in there going this way and that way. And, 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 and uh, an electric motor is just, just all going the same direction. Yeah, it's so many fewer yeah. moving parts yes. that does the same job. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. So that's where we're going. I think so. Uh, and 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 we as for the hobby, it'll still be around. But but as for what we're driving, I think it'll be that. It, it may just change. Yeah. You know what? There are we're already starting to see classic cars get electric powertrains put into them in the oh, States. Yes, yes. That's already and, starting to become oh, yes. a little bit of a trend. Oh, people, gonna... are, people are buying a, a junked Tesla, one that's written off, yes. and they're yarding out oh, the, gonna see that. the, the yeah. electric motor and the batteries, and they are customizing that into an old classic car. Oh, you're going to see that. Yeah, There's you're going to no see doubt it. About it. Yeah. The other thing is that a lot of people my age are, are used had a bunch of classic cars back in the day or were driving classic cars are now driving new cars if, if you notice that <laughs> especially around the shifters you notice a lot of those guys and and, and i don't blame them because uh, it's all under warranty they still get the thrill of, of driving but you know i really don't want our car shows to start looking like the used car a lot down the street <laughs> you know but anyway uh, I, I understand you, you get old and you can't do that but you still want to drive something that's that's you know kind of a, a shadow of your past past if nothing else you know <laughs> yeah i get what you mean so, yeah so totally. we're getting into that too we're getting into that too okay let's go back to our list of the car, cool cars you've had this is just a selection of some of the stuff that alan's had over the years uh, i think we're going out of the 60s and finally into the 70s we you had a bunch of stuff out of the 70s uh obviously but a few that we're talking about here first off there was a 72 chev half ton that you did that was pretty cool yeah that was a car that <clears throat> that was a truck that i was doing for my brother I've done a few trucks for my brother and they've all wound up the same way <laughs> in my yard. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's what happened with this one. This, this truck was, was on Kijiji and, and it was pretty rusty and pretty ragged. Uh, but it was a pretty solid, it was, when I say pretty rusty, it was not really rusty for what a lot of those car trucks were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the core, cam quarters, cab quarters were gone and stuff like that. So, so I got this truck and, and it was, it was a, another one of these bluey green things. And, uh, and so I bought it and, and like I said, I was, my brother wanted it. Yep. Right. And, and he's from Ontario. <laughs> so, so he was here and he, and he thought this would be a really good truck. 
So I got it, and it had a 327 in it, which was really good. Yeah. And it, and it, and it had an R an R 700R transmission, which I didn't think was really good, but because I've had no end of trouble with those. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, um, and it didn't work. So anyway, I, I did the body, did the interior on the on the thing. I got it looking really good, as you can see the pictures there. And and the only thing that they had done wrong with with the, the transmission was they'd wired it backwards. Oh boy! So the wires weren't so it shifted really bad. But anyhow, that was probably the best seven hundred R I ever encountered <laughs> in the end. But it, so so I had this this truck and it turned out really good. Uh, the box was wood, but it was all trashed. So I, I had to put. Uh, I didn't put wood in it. I put uh, a, a bed liner in it, but I didn't use the whole bed liner. I just put it on the floor. Oh, cool. Yep. Uh, rather, so it had a plastic um, liner in there. Yep. Uh, it was just plastic on the bottom, not up the sides and all the rest of that stuff. So I cut that and put it in there, and it looked really good. So so uh, that's what I did there. But the truck was, was a decent truck. Um, when my brother didn't take it, I, I eventually sold it. <laughs> so that's what happened to that. There was a 72 uh, Cougar that didn't necessarily go quite oh, so well. That was, that was. Okay. No. Up until this point, have you, you've built all these cars. You've, you've taken something that's been, you know, either pushed in a ditch or, you know, various, various levels of, of uh, disarray. Yep. Put them back together mm -hmm. and made money on all of them. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm kind of a member of the buy high, sell low club. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, most of them I break even. Look, I, I got to say that probably breaking even is, is what it was. On average, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, had three Dodges, lost money on all three. Uh, I had a, a Roadrunner, a Charger, and a, a Fury 3. Uh, this was back in the Miota days when, we, when I went through a lot of cars. Yeah. But I, I've had no luck with Dodge products, obviously. Okay. But anyway... Uh, no, uh, I would say that I, I would say breaking even is, is You're more, more of the thing. Typical for you. Yes. Yeah. I, I would say that. That's so you, more. you've done it then just simply because you love the hobby. That you love the cars, you I, love the hobby. And, and I've never done it for money. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, some you've made money on. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, no, I'm. I've never made a dime on this. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, but some I've lost money on. And the one you're talking about there, that Cougar, <laughs> is probably the one that was was the stupidest move on my part. Uh, I, I buy this car, and another time I was hanging out at Pete Thiessen's place. I should, I should stay away from Pete. But, but anyhow, uh, it was around Christmas time, and I'm out there probably wishing him Merry Christmas or something. And, and this guy has a, uh, a Cougar out there, a Cougar convertible, red, white top, Nice interior. Well, not the the driver's seat was shot, but other than that, you not said, that car. It said it's the car. It was the, the first year after they got after they were good. Yeah, after they were good. It was the first year after they were good. I, I don't know what year that was, <laughs> but any, any anyway. So so I figured, oh yeah, it's a convertible, and he wanted nine thousand dollars for it. So okay, so I say, um, I'll give you four, and he takes it. So, oh. I, so I'm thinking, hey man, this guy knows something about cars. I'm gonna get. I'm going to at least make $1,000 on this car. Uh -huh. And it had a brand new Cleveland in it. Brand new really? Cleveland. Uh, I don't think it had 100 miles on it. So here I am with, the, with this Cougar with a brand new Cleveland in it. And I'm, and I'm going to make nothing but cash. And, but at the time, I had a lot of cars. Yep. And, 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 and spring comes around, and I put it on Kijiji, and, and I get a bunch of tire kickers. And, and so I'm ticked off, and it's sitting on my lawn, and it's in my way. 
and, and so I'm ticked off and I go first guy that shows up here with my and what I should have did with it to be honest with it I should have pulled that Cleveland out of it and, I, <laughs> and actually the and, and it, the Cleveland was worth more than four grand but the fact of the matter was the car wasn't bad it drove nice and the top was good and it went up and down and you know what else right. like I said the, the biggest problem with it, it would, the, the the worn uh, driver's seat mm-hmm. so anyway I say, uh, it's just in my way. I, I'm getting discouraged with this thing. So this guy comes along with $2,500 cash. Got it handed him. I said, take the car. No <laughs> so, way. So I lost $1,500. So, so, so that one was one of my stupid moves. <laughs> one of them. One of my stupid moves. I probably made lots. But anyway, that's what happened with that car. We, gotta, we should uh, talk about, you know, kind of last on our list here is a beautiful 72 Olds Cutlass convertible. Beautiful car. Yeah. It was a tremendous car. Uh, I bought that. We, we, uh, I bought that car in uh, just uh, east of the city. In Spalding, actually, is where I bought okay, it. Okay, yeah. I bought it in a blizzard. Don't know why, <laughs> but, but I got this. Uh, it, was on, it was on Kijiji, and it had been on there a while. And, and, and. It was after work. I worked till five o'clock and I thought, well, I'm going to go out there and, you know, I don't know why. I thought that's about a good three quarters of an hour out there or half an hour. And uh, so I drive out there in the blizzard and take a look at it and one thing or another. And, and it's, it's, it's a nice car. It's got some flaws in it, but basically a pretty good car. Uh, so we made a deal and, and I gave him a check, which I don't blame him for not having, but that's the only money I had with me. Yeah. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll write you a check, and when, when it clears the bank, you phone me and tell me uh, I'll come and get the car, was, was the deal I made on that car. Yeah, yeah. So, because he didn't know me from Adam, and, and you know, you know sure. how checks are. Yeah, sure. But any, anyway, that's what I did. I said, I'll, uh, uh, I'll, I'll come and get it after the check clears, and you got the money and all the rest of it. So I said, okay, fine. So about a week later... Hang on a sec, Alan. It's going about a week later, I phoned. Okay, yeah, okay, we're yeah. Good. We're good? Yep. You ready? Yep. Okay, about a week later, I phoned him and, and asked him if the check had, had, uh, had cleared. And he said, I, I didn't even check the bank. He's <laughs> come and get it anyway. He <laughs> said, I trusted you anyway. So, so, so he didn't even check. And so I went and got it. A buddy of mine and I went and got it. And, and it ran sort of not all that good. It, it ran in about six cylinders. <laughs> Coming, coming back oh, into no. town, and uh, but we made it here, and and, uh, and so we, we worked on the engine, cleaned it up, uh, uh, changed the wiring, uh, changed the points, changed everything in the car. Yeah, and uh, got it running really good. And it, it was ran, back to eight cylinders. Yeah, and it ran really well. So um, it didn't. I I, I I painted. We yeah, I guess we repainted the car white. It was white. The interior was white. It was a bucket seat car with the, with the console and, and the shifter. Now it wasn't a 442. It was not a 442. It was just an ordinary uh, uh, Cutlass. Cutlass S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, is what it was. But we decided to make it look like a 442. So so what I did was I put the black stripes on it. Yeah. After we did it, and that classed it up a whole bunch. But the chrome on it was really good. Um, I think I changed the back bumper. The front end was really good. I changed one of the grills because they were cracked. They were plastic things, and they were always breaking yep, those things. Yeah, So, so I changed that. Um, detailed the engine compartment, painted the black and 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 stuff like that. So, so it was basically just um, that kind of a car. Again, 
it was a car I had for about three, four years. I drove it a lot. And then again, it was kind of, I was got a whole bunch of cars. And, yep. and so some had to go. Some had to go, right. So that one went. But what happened with that one was <clears throat> uh, his, uh, I put it on Kijiji and a guy came, two guys came to, to look at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were brothers, and, and, and they took it for a drive. And uh, when they came back, his brother uh, said, told the guy who was going to buy it, he's nuts if he doesn't buy it, because he says, I've got a, I've got a 72 Olds cut. Uh, 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 I mean, Chevelle, Chevelle, and this thing's way better than my Chevelle. <laughs> and he said, he said he paid $24,000 for his Chevelle. Holy. And, and I forget, I think it was 12 or 14 for that Olds. But uh, but he, he he told his brother you're nuts if you don't buy this thing. Yeah. And he did buy it. He bought it right right there. So that was the story on that Oldsmobile. Um, you've you've had uh, cars that have stuck around for a little while. What, what's the you know are some of the cars that are in your collection now are they are they forever cars? I I believe they are. Yeah. Um, the Meteor and the Studebaker. And 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 the and my El Camino. My El Camino, I've had it for about ten years, um, it, it, and I had to make a choice between it and the Camaro, Camaro yeah. this year because I, I just again trying to cut down my my cars. Um, I I think, I, well, the the Dodge I've given to my son, mm-hmm. yep. so so that's gone. I actually have given the Studebaker to my brother, who never takes anything. <laughs> So, so, and, and so it's still here. So, so that's kind of what it, he comes from Ontario every once in a while. Am I close enough? Yeah. Comes from Ontario every once in a while and, and drives it. But, but I, I keep convincing him that he should take it, but he never does. So, so it's, <laughs> it's probably part of the family. The, the, the meteor has, has just been around this, basically this summer. I finished it last fall. Yeah. So, so it's hard to say, you know, you never say never, but but I'm I'm sure that it, it's it's a keeper. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking that that's it. I'd like to get one more convertible because I've always had convertibles, mm-hmm. and sometimes I've had two or three. And the other and 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 the other kind of cars that, like I said, I had nine fifty nine and sixty Thunderbirds. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've had many many El Caminos right from fifty nine to 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 now, uh, and now the one I have now is the one I've always wanted. Is it so? Yes. So so it's it's a prototype car, um, that uh, and it's the one that I've always wanted. Yeah, it's really cool. So so that so it's and so it's not going over. But I I think probably there'd be a convertible, if if I if I see something that I in a convertible, you maybe might, a Thunderbird convertible. You might would, just come home with you. Yeah, and, and maybe a Thunderbird convertible too, because that would kind of fill in both of my joys. <laughs> yeah. So 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 you know something like that probably be still out there looking for me that's pretty cool well alan i gotta say thank you for joining me and for sharing all the fun stories and this this crazy you know uh time you've had over the years putting stuff together and you know what a cool collection you've had and and amazing stuff you've done with all these cars oh yeah thank you very much yeah Yeah, it's been fun it's it has been totally and thank you for listening to bald tires a proud member of the saskatchewan podcast network Of course, wherever you found this podcast, you're going to find more episodes of Ball Tires. You can always go to see pictures of all the cars we've talked about, jthomasauto.ca. Like and subscribe to this podcast, and don't forget you can find me on Instagram as well as Facebook. I'm Jay Thomas. Thanks for listening to Ball Tires.